again. Welcome back to the Lads Beer Club podcast and our second virtual social. Tilly, how are you? Good, mate. I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, very well, mate. Still abroad? Viva la France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so still here, mate. You're actually somebody who is abroad for work and is supposed to be abroad for work. Yeah, legitimate. So I'm... <laughs> I took all the boxes. I'm I'm here legally. <laughs> are you not influencing anyone over there, or are you... uh, depends what way you want to look at it. But I haven't got the following <laughs> for that. <laughs> not yet, mate. Not yet. But yeah, I'll drop my yeah, I'll drop my uh, tagline in a minute. But no. Um, yeah, what, do you, what do you make of all that? Because there's been a there's been a lot of uproar this week about these social media influencers. Uh, influencers. Sure. Yeah, the influencers. I just. It's annoying me. It's really like really annoying me. It's just um, like I've got friends that work in the NHS um, and you know doctors, nurses, everything, and they are they're struggling. You know, what I mean, they are working some really crazy shifts. Yeah. They're finishing work in the right state. Um, one of my friends the other day finished a like a stupidly long shift, went on two days off, and they said all they heard for two days were the beeping of machines in their ears so they're going through this and then you've got these influencers lapping it up in the sunshine <laughs> like like no worry in the world no care don't worry about everyone else back home going oh, my holiday's been pushed back twice and you know people are getting really anxious about booking a holiday yeah i'm one of them my my holiday was pushed back from oh, december really? to next december yeah where's that to they're going golfing in thailand <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to, supposed to be last December. It was my Christmas, it was my staff Christmas party, and we decided oh, okay. we're going to go golfing abroad. But um, yeah, it got pushed back. Do you know I'm torn on this one? Like, I completely agree with everything you've said, um, but at the same time, like, if they shouldn't be going abroad, then the government should make it so they can't go abroad. This is, it's yeah. just, it's this whole stay in, don't stay in, go to work, don't go to work, go on holiday, don't go on holiday. I think yeah. it's just, you leave, you leave room for people to do what they want. They're going to do what they want. So I've, I've got client, clients where they're supposed to be at home because they are not key workers. Yeah, their bosses sit there going, no, you're all key workers, you've all got to come in. Yeah. So it, there's just the the rules are so ambiguous and open for people to everyone make their own decision. It's like a, a everyone can argue it's a grey area. It's that yeah. you get told one thing, one thing. I, I get what you're saying with the the influencers that you know they should make it tougher and you know illegal to leave if you aren't going for yeah. work reasons. When I came over here, you know I would I had to have all these documents, everything. Mm. Um, and I actually arrived a day yeah it was a day before a new rule came into play over here in France that you have to self-isolate for seven days even if you're coming in for work it, it yeah. doesn't matter but I came in on the, the Sunday and it started on the Monday so we were a bit a bit smart around that way um, but yeah you're right they, they should make the rules tougher for that for that aspect yeah. and they shouldn't have them you know, if it is your job, 
to go and post bikini pictures on a beach in Dubai and you get paid for it. I think that says more about the society we live in today than... <laughs> That's the issue. You look at these influencers then, like, not being funny, you know, you do get envious, you get jealous. You know? Well, this is the point. I mean, like, if if somebody offered you a free trip to Dubai and all you had to do was post a few snaps tagging in the hotel or the bar or the restaurant... Hey, I'll wear a bikini. We'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, and I think that's the, um, that's the issue, isn't it, with everybody? It's like yeah. everyone's outraged until it's happening to them. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I personally think that they should have. I mean, it's wishful thinking, but if they had something about them, they'll be thinking what's going on, and mm. you know, having that conversation. But that's down to the individual and uh, whoever manages them, and you know, bloody blah, blah, blah. But like, you look at the the influencers that. Uh, there, you know, majority of them are from Love Island, etc. And then you've got, yeah, some program. Um, watched it. Yeah. <laughs> You're on it. No, they, um, I wish I was dog. on it, but my, my wife won't let me on it. <laughs> yeah, might be awkward. Oh, I know him. Um, uh, Daddy, mummy, <laughs> sorry, mummy, daddy's on the telly. <laughs> He's not in Thailand playing golf. <laughs> just nipped out to get some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he wearing a bikini? Yeah. Oh, no, he's um that Dr. Alex guy. Yeah. You've read stuff about, you know, he's he's an influencer and he's yeah. staying, he's working, basically living his like same job, doing everything as everyone else. And that's the contrast. That's what I mean about the, the, the difference of people. You know, it's yeah, that's his choice, that's his job, that's yeah, his but- career. Um, I mean, he's done well out of the career himself that he's made. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think you could argue that he's he's the odd one out in that world because oh, you know, he is doing a job that is selfless. He's yeah. in on the front line, protecting people, working in the NHS. He was fairly famous off the TV. Could have easily walked away from that job, and he hasn't. He stayed yeah. doing it because that's what he loves doing. So many of these people, these Love Island stars that stars that um (laughs) just end up in you know photo opportunities in nightclubs and getting paid for all that it's just nonsense and stuff like that it's uh yeah it's i i read something about they're talking about that uh the difference of these influencers and dr alex being one of them yeah and saying yeah it was weird because they're saying that women you need to why wouldn't you want to date somebody like that successful in his career, selfless, you know, putting people above, blah, blah, blah. Yet you all want to go for the the ripped, tanned hunk that's in Dubai. Picture, yeah. uh, calendar. And again, it's, it's down to matter of opinion, isn't it? And and everyone else. It's, it's just frustrating. That annoys me because I'm working away from home and I would rather be at home with my kids, you know what I mean? I'd rather be there. Yeah, I'm over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> Picture of Dubai. They're having a, a, an amazing time getting paid so much money and everyone's flipping their heads back home. Yeah. Like Captain Tom. Yeah. But, well, I was going to say, they're coming on to somebody who has actually influenced people. <laughs> exactly. And that's the, you know, that is chalk and cheese, isn't it? It's, He's, a, he's an influencer in, in my eyes and most. That's an influencer. 
yeah. somebody who, who contributed and made a change, made the whole nation step up, really. You know, raised but, what, you know, not not yeah. even in his last couple of years. Well, last year is it even when he sort of yeah. became famous, but joined the army at nineteen, went to the World War. Nineteen World War Two. He was born. Nineteen twenty. And look, and look at the life he's he's lived and he's gone through. Mm. Like I said, it wasn't until last year. Nobody knew yeah. him. Nobody really knew of him. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden he got, you know, a bit of news. This person, you know, is walking a hundred uh, hundred laps. Hundred laps of his garden. Um and then all of a sudden, I overnight sensation and hero. And then everyone like the nation does, we do pull together well as a nation at times. Yeah. You know? And everyone got right involved in it. I mean, the amount of money, what just it was just shy of 33 million, wasn't it? That he yeah. actually raised. And a Christmas number one. I know. <laughs> I know. Incredible. It's incredible what he what he'd done in his I mean in his but, life. But that's that's the the good side of social media and how going viral can influence people in a positive way. The problem is those stories are few and far between compared to the bikini shots on in, in a beach in Dubai. You know, that's what yeah. the majority of it is. But the good side of it is that, that these things like Captain Tom can happen. Yeah, it's, you, you get more, I suppose you get more news and more reaction out of all the negative. 100%. You divide opinions, you know, you, yeah. you make people rant and get, get involved. Um but yeah, you know, you're right. To be fair, you like some of the influencers that are out there. We don't know what they're going through. You know, they could be smiling for camera. Look at the the, I say, trend, but not in a good way, of people that are in reality TV, and you know, they're famous through that. Well, well, look, you everything. look at the the suicide so that people look. You know, the Love Island the kids have they've had that have, as kids they're not that much younger yeah. than me but yeah do you know what i mean the, the, yeah. living with that reality of fame and it, like i said everything is a charade it's not real social media right. isn't real these this is why i don't understand why people you know try and live up to what's on social media when it's just not reality and you can see that when these guys they get their five minutes of fame and then all of a sudden it's gone yeah and, and then a great pillar to post of yeah appearances and and getting involved in all sorts of things yeah um, but no you you're right it's it's what it does you look at um and this is new to me and it genuinely is i've only just started to go on to tiktok <laughs> not do it i don't do anything on there but i started watching through it and i was thinking what what is this like what a load of safe to say it's no longer on any device <laughs> right it's just rubbish and i'm watching it going and i don't know whether it's because i'm getting older I'm thinking, probably yeah probably i'm getting grumpy um but i'm looking at it going this is like making somebody famous like they're doing yeah. some sort of stupid dance and you know it says about um what was the one? The one I watched was like something about women. There was a, a really attractive woman on there, giving her um, like a background of her, and then saying she loves dad bods over rip bods and all this. Oh, what's her name? Yeah, I've got a date with her. <laughs> but you're thinking, 
What she's a full of shit as yeah, well. Because exactly. you know, if this <laughs> rocks up, or um, you know, the rock rocks up. <laughs> exactly, exactly, mate. Oh, you know, we've seen it. You, you put give a woman a choice between a dad bod and somebody who's ripped. They're gonna yeah. go, yeah, yeah. I'll go for the the ripped guy. Thanks. Yeah, the it's guy who doesn't eat eat cauliflower. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly, mate. It's it's just a load of shit. But that all that's doing is all I was thinking is that's just another platform to make somebody feel shit, really. Yeah. And then you read it and you just see all these like you know, the comments and people are just being so so horrible. Oh, yeah. And you just think, yeah, and you know, it brings you back to the Love Island lot. These influencers, what they go through. You know, like you just said, they have to live with that. Yeah. They get that five minutes of fame. Once they've, they've done all of that stuff, then what? Every every move they make is going to be in the press. Yeah. It's no Good life. or bad. Good yeah. or bad. No life whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I was. This sort of brings me on to what I was going to talk about a little bit later, but the, the topics are actually quite related. And, you know, obviously, Jesse Lingard got his move. Yes. Yeah. To West Ham. Yeah. On loan. Absolutely. Did well in his did well in his first game. Questionable goalkeeping, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> to be fair, though, he I ran. Don't get why I don't get why nobody has mentioned the questionable goalkeeping. <laughs> Honestly, but I watched I watched some of the game and he was all over the. He was quality. Yeah, he looked good. He, he, you know, he looked like he was just enjoying his football again. He looked that spark had, had come back to him. Almost, uh, almost like that pressure of playing for United. Yeah, gone. Exactly, and he could enjoy football again. Yeah, like the move for him, I think, you know, it, it's taken away from his stuff at home, his family. You know, he's he's gone through the mill, and he's he's only young. Do you know what I mean? He's twenty-eight. That's my younger than, younger than us. <laughs> yeah, but he is. He's he's a young man. Yeah, and you know he's. It's that side again. You don't really get to read about everything unless it's bad news. Yeah. For them, um, he's gone through a hell of a lot. Hell of a lot. Oh, I mean, I, I see. I'm a I'm big United fans, just like you are. I, I don't, I've never rated him. I don't think he's been good enough to play for United. Mm -hmm. But he's a good player. But just he's never going to be the standard that I expect playing for Man United. But the dog's abuse that he's received is just yeah frightening. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And, you know, as if we're not going through enough this past yeah. year and stuff. Well, you, you only have to look at the last, was it last week, when, you know, Marcus Rashford and Anthony Martial after that oh. game where they were, we're getting racist, vile racist abuse. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, it was social media, wasn't it? it was social media again, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. <clears throat> it's because it's because people can be anonymous online. I don't understand how you're allowed to be as anonymous as you are. No, have you have you watched the Darren Brown program called Remote Control? No, I was sort of preparing for this today. I got me thinking about this program, and um, it's a social experiment. A couple of years ago, when he did a few social experiments. 
And it's, I'm probably going to do a really bad job of butchering this explanation. So just YouTube it and watch it. <laughs> it's on for 30 minutes, but it's worthwhile. Basically, the premise of it is there's a studio audience. Darren Brown's in the audience. The audience wear masks to protect their identity. <clears throat> and they think they're watching this guy on a on hidden camera. And they get two buttons and they get to choose A or B. And every there's a scenario that happens and one's good and one's bad all through this guy's night. And it's like the first one is a woman goes to the bar and she either buys him a drink or touches his ass or, no. or he, she accuses him of touching his ass. So they get, they go with the negative one. So she, got, she starts a confrontation. Um, then it's the barman comes over and and gives him a free drink or tells him he's got to pay someone else's bill. It's always the negative. Right, then yeah. someone chucks drink over him. And then when they leave, he's in the shop. He can either be the 5,000th customer or he gets accused of shoplifting. Accused of shop <laughs> and they, they build this up. Every decision they make, you know, that there's someone in his house, like waiting for him to come home. And they're like, the audience like smashes TV up. Blah, blah, blah. So they're smashing his TV up in his house. Anyway, the last one is what well, because he, he's coming home at this point. The last one is give him 10 grand or get him kidnapped. Get him kidnapped. <laughs> right. So anyway, it's all he escapes the kidnappers, runs into the street, gets ran over. Right. So the audience are watching this and they're like, uh, okay. But there's but the experiment the the audience think that it's it's the guy that's being tested, but it's not. It's the audience. Yeah, yeah. Darren Brown is 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 testing that mob mem mob mentality. You know, especially when people are anonymous. Yeah. How their actions and how that mob mentality will lead them to do things that can result in people being seriously hurt, having their possessions damaged. Yeah. Um, having their life ruined. One of them was tell him he's getting promoted or sacked. Got him sacked. And this is the world we live in. This yeah. is it's it's keyboard warrior, isn't it? Yeah. That's 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 what all these people are. These, you know, they call them trolls, etc. And and it's they're they're warrior, they're keyboard warriors. That's it. Yeah, you put them in front of that person. I guarantee nine times out of ten they go as quiet as a mouse hmm. because, like you say, it's the mob mentality. Yeah, it's how you involved. No face, no face to it. You know, how many how many of these social media? Um, accounts are just like they're just there to troll people yeah yeah it's it's horrible i think so um my ex she she was doing all these videos for social media and she started getting trolled and it's one of these things you think you don't you don't expect it mm. it's one of that expectation that you don't you're naive to it you think well, it's, i'm not gonna get trolled yeah he got absolutely battered. What was she do? What was she doing? <laughs> she was doing these voiceover things. Um, it was on TikTok stuff. Right. They do voiceover stuff, don't they? Where they're somebody else narrating, like narrating from it, and they're doing it. But she was doing all this stuff, and people were literally going in on her. And I remember when she told me at first, I was like, <laughs> "Like, yeah, it's good because it's, it's yeah. stupid. What are you doing that for?" But then I was like, actually, that's really bad. That's really bad. That if it's something like people love doing these things, absolutely love mm. it. 
you know, and everyone wants to be famous. That's it. Everyone wants to be famous. But then the side of the side effect of that is that when they start getting trolled and they start reading that, end of the day, they're just a human. Do you know what I mean? They are just human. They have emotion. They have feelings. And I was thinking, well, if she's getting really upset, that's affecting my kids. Like, because was, she's... Oh, yeah. I was watching um, True Geordie. I listened to his kickoff program and he was one of one of his shows he was doing. They were talking about how he's recently he just had to disable the comments on on his shows because he just can't like stomach the the abuse that they're getting. Um, and all they're really talking about is football. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not it's nothing serious. It's just but the the, the dogs abuse that they get, they have to turn it off. Yeah, it. It just leads to, you know, conversations that they can start wars. <laughs> start I'm, war. half, I'm, I'm half expecting some stuff on here. Luckily, I haven't had anything yet. Yet. Yeah. 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 And the, again, that's, it, not an, that's not an invite to yeah. people to send that. I do it. I do it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I had, um, I posted to so the third pod, the third podcast I did was with, with a guy called Greg, and he talks about, he had three miscarriages mm-hmm. and then yeah. they had the two boys. Like a, there was like a down tick. Someone downvoted the video on YouTube and I was like, wow. Again, I don't, I don't, get, I don't get people, mate. I don't, it's one of these things and you, you can never do right for wrong. No. Um, and it's completely off the subject, but right for wrong. Look at the government and, you know, doing their announcements and all of this stuff. They can't do right for wrong. Do you know what I mean? The I've seen on the news that everything's starting to come down, which is brilliant. You know, the R rate is coming down and whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> so you're less it's all coming down, and that's yeah. because everyone's staying in or should be staying in, majority. So they're making the decisions based on all of that. And then you go, Well, okay, if it's if it's now gonna be a case of everyone will go out together rather than dribs and drabs again and because all that did last time was cause a massive spike you're talking about like the, the 10 o'clock kick out and stuff like that yeah because yeah. the 10 o'clock kick out mate five to ten yeah we'll have another beer and then oh we're just going to stand in the street yeah and congregate in the street look at london the scenes in there unbelievable the guys here were telling me that until last week they had it in paris where you weren't allowed to go into the bar to sit and drink, but you could get one to go outside. And people were doing that, even though there's a 6 p.m. curfew. At 7 o'clock, half 7, people are still out in the street with their beard. And you're thinking, are people not getting the picture yet? Mm. Like, I don't think that <laughs> everyone's got conspiracy theory or whatever, but I don't think the government are doing it to genuinely annoy us. They're doing it to try and stop it all so we can get back to a normal life, whatever that is going to be. But again, like I said, it's, they can't do right for wrong. Um, the uh, doctor who got, the professor who got um, filmed and the young lad in the street calling him a liar and all of this about COVID. Oh, was that the guy that had his PlayStation taken off him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you see that? I'll teach him. <laughs> Did you see that? His, his mum mum took his PlayStation off him. Yeah, that's that's the worst punishment. Probably is. <laughs> well, was it PS5? 
PS5, yeah. Oh, fair one, yeah. <laughs> fair one. But yeah, I mean, it's that again. It's that mob mentality. It's that whole. Yeah. Like, I I didn't see what he was. What was he? I only read the story. What was he actually saying to him? Just calling him a liar and stuff about all the the numbers and COVID and basically like a. It was. I assume it's his own opinion, but he's just voicing it, but in a really stupid way. The, and the problem. The problem with the numbers is the reality is they don't know. Hmm. They're just making a best guess, yeah. right? And whether it's right or whether it's wrong, who knows? We're not qualified to say either way. Um, <laughs> but that feeds into the whole conspiracy narrative because it is a, it is a best guess. Um, and that, that drives people to say, well, you're not telling us the truth. It's not real. Yeah. You know, the figures that you're telling us are completely wrong. Well, they are wrong, but it's because they don't know. Yeah, and it's hard to keep a track of it when people don't adhere to the rules that are being put in place anyway. Mm. Sounds like I'm sticking up for the government here. And I really don't care for them anyway. Yeah, I've got no, like I said, I've got no personal opinion on it because like, I'm not qualified to discuss it or, you know, or give a, a statement out that's going to be read. That, that's not me. My yeah. own view is if, if they're telling us, to, they're the ones employed to do that job. They're telling us to do something, so you just, you do it. Yeah. I think there's there's been a bit of differing from them, hasn't there? Though? Like I think <laughs> especially this week. I mean, they're talking about the um immunization passports. Have you seen that? No. So actually this was this was my idea. I thought about this first and someone stole it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> so, so basically, what my idea was, and it's funny how governments around the world have copied me, but my idea was that once you had your immunization, you get a certificate or a passport so that you can go about your normal life, you go abroad, you're immunized, you're not going to get it, you're not going to get sick, happy days, go around and live your life. That, that's now being introduced all around Europe. So I think Sweden, they're one of the first, Denmark are talking about it, Spain, Greece. Okay. Um, and what they're saying is if you've got um, an immunization passport, you don't have to go into quarantine. You can just go and do your holiday as normal. Right, okay. Um, but we're talking, um, yeah, uh, we might put it in, we might not put it in. It might be in for the summer, it might not be in for the summer. We're testing a few systems. It's like, no, just do it. Like everyone else is doing it. It, it makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah. It's a route for everybody to get back to a, some level of normality. Just, just bloody yeah. do it. You see these uh, these adverts, you know, the jab and go stuff. Yeah. It, yeah, it makes sense. <clears throat> you know, you you can go on holiday as long as you've had the, the jab. Yeah. Like, there you go. There's no black and white about that. It's either you get the jab or you don't go. Yeah. Simple. <laughs> um, but no, that's yeah, it's a good idea. But typical, yeah. Shall we? Shall we not? We're looking at it. It's like the whole lockdown thing, though, with the whole the borders. Um, I'm gonna get me started on that. Yeah. Well, there was a thing last this week at the start of this week. We were talking whether I was going to have to leave here to get back home before anything closed, and it was just then it became a nightmare. Um, and it, it was one of these, it was going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. I'm just sat here going, well, what am I doing? Like, am I going home? Am I not? Like, I need to know. And then lastminute.com, it was, no, we're fine. You can stay here. You know what I mean? Like, 
don't really want to stay here. <laughs> like, I want to get home. Like, come on, it's been three weeks. And now they're talking about the bloody Eurostar. Like, Did you see um, the Isle of Man became COVID-free and the back to normal? Did you see that? Pubs are open, no masks, yeah. no social distancing. So everyone's going to be, that's where the number one holiday destination. We, so I saw somebody say Isle of Man's the new Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't you can't get in um did you, there's a guy that got fined i can't remember how much the fine was but he got caught going to the pub on, a, on his jet ski <laughs> so he, he came from the mainland across yeah. to the aisle um and got arrested <laughs> and, but no but genuinely i heard somebody on i think it was good morning britain this week saying island man you know they've been able to do it because they're an island takes me back to what I said before. Yeah. We're an island. Yes, we're a big island. Yeah. But New Zealand, look at all the islands. All the islands have managed to yeah. effectively become COVID-free. New Zealand, yeah. Australia are doing all right. Um, Isle of Man. Yeah. Or the Isle of Wight. One of the two. Someone will tell me right or wrong. But yeah. the point is, stop in and out travel. Yeah. It's not yeah. difficult. Like you say, it worked in the war with the islands, <laughs> so yeah. you know you can defend from every angle. There's no secret way in, so yeah. it would be a yeah, it'd be a lot easier. There's obviously more to it than just close the island down. Do you know I don't think there is. I don't think there is. You, you keep medical supplies, you keep food, you keep trade coming in and out. Yeah, but Stacy wants to go to Spain and come back from Spain. No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> One of the other things they're talking about, again, way too late, is the quarantine hotels. Have you seen that? Yeah. So, yeah, hotspots, isn't it? You quarantine when you come back from a hotspot. There's 33 countries on the red list is what they're calling. Yeah. And if you are if you come back from one of these countries, you're going to have to quarantine for 11 days. At your expense. Yeah, if you're coming from one of the red from the red countries, it's at your expense. But have you seen what what have you seen the price they've quoted for eleven nights? No, is it is it, is it a grand or a couple of grand or something? It's they're quoted eight hundred pound a day. So I've got it here. The government report says people will be quarantined for eleven nights and provided with free meals per day. At a cost of eight hundred pound a day, where are they staying? What hotel is this? What are they eating? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hang on a minute. I lobster, lobster and caviar. Yeah, <laughs> for breakfast. Yeah, eight hundred quid a day now. Eight hundred quid but a day. Yeah. I thought it was like a a relatively sort of budget hotel chain that had already. Well, Best Western had have, have offered their services. And we all know Best Western doesn't cost a lot of money, but yeah, yeah, that, that's what the, the government report states. It's going to cost eight hundred pounds a day to quarantine. Mate, it's but Thailand, Thailand did it. So last year, when we were supposed to go to Thailand, they their rules were <clears throat> they now have a two week quarantine. So you have to go, you go there two weeks quarantine. So you, you can only go basically if you're going for four weeks. Yeah. So you yeah. have your two weeks quarantine and then you've got two your two-week holiday. And they thought that people would go. 
<laughs> no, they were. Re- I read. I read this report the other day saying that they were shocked that nobody turned up. Basically, <laughs> they were shocked. Yeah, mm. yeah, because people are, take four weeks off. Four weeks. Yeah. No, it's mm, Thailand's a beautiful place, but four weeks. No, no, no it's um, like I say, over here that it's seven days, and most of the sort of other European countries, it's seven days, um, and that's quarantine at your. You have to quarantine in a hotel. Um, Tilly, one of one of the first things I do with everybody. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> I think you've had too much to be asking that. <laughs> I, forgot, got, to, I forgot. I forgot to do beer. it. Don't worry, I've got a beer. I forgot to do it. Yeah, I've got. A, got. A, Sorry, right, I'll I'll edit that and put it back at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've gone gone off the wine three weeks already. I've only had one glass, but it's enough for yeah. me. Have you had a proper glass of it yet, or are you still on the paper cups? No, actually, in fact, so that's two glasses. Shit. Um, I'm a wino. No, I've yeah. had um, I had one in the the mess where we have dinner. Um, they actually serve wine with your dinner. Wow. Obviously. Um, so, yeah, I had a nice red. Nice red. <laughs> Tell so, me, one of the... One of the um... Last things we talked about on the virtual social one available on all your good podcasts <laughs> um, <laughs> was the Conor McGregor fight. So we were talking just before the last Conor yeah, yeah. McGregor fight. Did, did you watch it? No, I didn't stay up to watch it. I didn't, didn't? do it. No. Um, there was a yeah, it was trouble with some VPN stuff here. Uh, um, but no, I've seen you seen it. I've seen you seen it though since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. I've seen the highlights. I've seen the memes. I've seen everything. It was one of them. I, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to watch it." Got to about one o'clock and I fell asleep. Uh, but I woke up. It, uh, it was four minutes past five, and the, the co-main of eight were just getting in the cage. I was like, "Perfect." Oh, nice. The perfect timing. Yeah. But yeah, what did you think? Yeah, he was different, wasn't he? It went. It weren't the same McGregor. I mean, I was hoping he was going to go in and sort of make a make a statement because he had changed so much in the build at this time. It was either really confident or really naive, and yeah, it turned out to be the latter. I told you, I told you, he didn't look. Yeah, right, didn't I? No, you win that one. You win that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> he calls himself Mystic Mac. I'm Mystic Marco. Yeah. <laughs> Get that, get that here first before the governments take it. That's and it. The, um, was it Marv, I think it was Marvin Hagler that said it's difficult to get up in the morning and do the running at 5 a.m. when you're sleeping in silk sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. Yeah. 100, it was just the whole the whole thing, mate. And you look back on it and have you seen the state of him when he when he was leaving? Like, the, the next day, you know, he, he had a massive <laughs> like leg injury. From being knocked out and the yeah. kick and everything, and you just think you weren't ready, mate. Like he just wasn't. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have prepared that way. He should have focused like the other fighters do. Leave the kids at home. Exactly, mate. Shut yourself off. Get in the zone. Train. Yeah. Uh, he tried to do it all all different. I don't know why. Don't know why, but he's just not. He's, he's just. You know, when he was first rampaging through the UFC, he was just on a different level his mentality was just seek and destroy you know he was just kill 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 now yeah. it's just like 
Yeah. Um, I'll be friends with everybody. Yeah. It, he went. No, I want to. I want to see all the. Who the fuck is that guy? I want, yeah, I want that yeah. one. I will knock you the fuck. It was the showmanship last time. Yeah. And you think like it was exciting to watch, and you were thinking, "Fucking, oh, he's gonna kill him." Well, he beat people before they got in the ring. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then this time, like you said, it was just all, pally, even the face-off. Like, yeah. it was all pally-pally. Whereas before, yeah. like you said, you know, he's proper in their face and they're, they're getting at it and then he's taking the piss out of Herb and all sorts. But there was none of that. Think Do he comes back from it? Mm. There, I've seen, um, they were saying that they're potentially going to line up another fight. Um, but yeah, on the next breath, there's any he needs some time off. But he's time had, off, he's had three fights in four years or something like that. You can't be strapped for cash, really. <laughs> you know I think mean? that's part. That's part of the problem. I think that's such a lucrative pay deal, isn't it? It's like boxing, though. It's their paydays. I mean, you know, they they put themselves through it and they train and whatever, but. I mean, I'll take half that pay just to get whacked in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Half. <laughs> like, I'll do it. A couple of a mil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the reality like, is it's probably even less than that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like 20 quid in a signed glove. Do you get smacked in the face for grand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just sign here, here, and here. Yeah. No problem, mate. <laughs> but no, I don't, think he, I don't think he'll come. I don't think he'll come back, mate, to be honest. Think. I think it, I think it's a bit embarrassing for him because of the the lack of hype building up to it from him. It was more of a yeah you you can't sort of say face from that. I don't, I don't know if he can switch it back on. I don't know if he can switch back into that mode now. No, no, exactly. And it would be a bit weird seeing him go. It'd be good to see him go full beast mode again. But yeah. I think it'd be a bit weird because he, he comes back to his next fight and it's the old McGregor and you're thinking, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> you just want, yeah. It'd be nice to see him back fighting properly, but I think the the likes of that have sort of faded out. I call it like Conor McGregor, you know, that the character like that. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's passed through the UFC and it's gone. That's it. Yeah. I think those characters do tend to have a short shelf life don't they yeah it'd be like the uh the influencers that are turning into boxing and mma uh, um Is it jake, jake paul? paul yeah oh my god that guy honestly jake paul <laughs> where do you start <laughs> yeah. the guy is talking around going around talking like he's a killer like he's destroyed the top 10 in the world when he's fought two YouTubers and a boxer that could never, sorry, a basketballer that's never had a fight in his life. <laughs> and now he's fighting a UFC star. Like I love Ben Askren, but he's not a, he's not a scrapper. No, he's a wrestler. Every fight he's had, he's takes him down, it's submits him, yeah. squeeze their heads off. He's, He's, so what will happen, I think, is he'll beat Ben Askren. Also, Ben Askren just had hip surgery two oh. months ago. And he's fighting in a month. So he'll beat Ben Askren. And then all we're going to hear is how he's the best boxer in the world. Oh, my God. Honestly, I can't watch him. 
No, it's annoying, annoying, mate. He's, yeah, you want to put him in. What they should do is say, yeah, okay, you can, you, we'll give you a cage fight. Yeah. Put him in cage warriors, not MM, like not UFC. Put him in like the, the cage warriors yeah. where like, you know, it's like league one football. It's just whatever. I'm, you know, they're animals. Absolute oh. animals. On one hand, I have like full respect for him in, in as much as mate, he's making money. Like his house is insane. You know, he's a smart people guy. watch him. So like in that regard, fair play, like, you know, do your thing, but it's, the other part of it where I'm listening to this guy talk like he's Mike Tyson or Prince Nassim, <laughs> he's never had a real fight. It's Ivan Drago, isn't it? If he dies, he dies. He dies, he dies, yeah. And that, but, that, see, the thing is, he is talking like he's Conor McGregor when Conor McGregor first came into the UFC. But at that point, Conor McGregor had, had what, 16, 17 professional fights, yeah. been a double champ in another organization so has earned the right to talk smack like he did what's yeah. logan paul what's no logan's the decent one what's uh jake paul done jake paul yeah yeah i mean the, i saw the video of him trying to pick a fight with zayn malik come on mate if you're gonna fight zayn malik i haven't seen that uh, you know, know. i was on youtube he's he's at the, he's at zayn's in his hotel room with Gigi. And um, <laughs> and um, uh, I keep getting the two mixed up. Now, <laughs> no, I keep I keep getting the two mixed up. Logan and Jake. Jake's at the door, like trying to bang on his hotel room, trying to get him out. And um, Zayn Malik's doing his whole gangster thing from Bradford um, behind the door, like proper going sick on him, you know. Like, but it's one of them, like hold me back, hold me back. Like, mate, if you were going to go sick, just open the door and have have, have it out of him. Yeah. But you wouldn't leave your room. You, why would you? I, I used to have. I used to didn't like Logan, but actually, listen, like, I listened to his podcast, Impulsive. I think that's quite good. He has some pretty good guests on that, and I think from the you remember the thing he did in Japan. That's that's where he got not his notoriety from because he was fairly big before that. But you know the Suicide Forest in Japan. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he went there and he filmed that dead body. Yeah, and I think from then, I think he's been okay. My okay, um, but the I other think, one. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, well, they're just they're just these like we spoke about they, they're riding on coattails of stuff. You know, it's but the thing is, like, if I go and watch this video, that's just another hit, like another number, another. Oh, yep, yeah, we got another view. Yeah. I mean, it's just feeding into that. And like you say, they're smart businessmen. Like, yeah. They do that. Say something that you know is going to go to reaction. It's like the heel in the WWE, right? He was always, the heel was always popular. The bad guy is always popular. Didn't watch and WWE, he, mate. Did you not? <laughs> Jesus, what did you do as a kid? No, I didn't watch that. Just played out in the street, mate, until the lights came on. Well, so did I, but slamming people on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was this, um, you won't know this, but you should YouTube this move afterwards and anyone listening who knows wrestling will know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Listen to me like I've got loads of followers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I was at school and I used to be quite athletic, I used to do this move called a hurricane runner. Right, right. Oh, do you know what it was? So basically you'd run up to somebody and you'd jump 
on their shoulders, like legs here, so my crotch is in their face. And then you'd flip backwards, but you because you've got your legs wrapped around their head, they fly forward. <laughs> right. do that at school. I used to be like, I do all the time, yeah. <laughs> Give me your lunch money. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> it's just a fight on the on the field, like just WWF, like. And um, I did this, I did one day, I did this hurricane run. I got this guy, I got up there, bang, and he just power slammed me on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> did you um, do it again after that? No, <laughs> no, it, it was not good. I swear it's there was like an imprint day, of me on the floor. <laughs> it's probably still there to this day. Was that in Grantham? Uh, yeah, well, in between Grantham and Lincoln, I went to school at Will Rob. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> madness. Body slam, yeah. That's, Body slam. that's what you get, though, for doing stupid moves, mate. That, that's what happened. That, that's what needs to happen to Jake Paul. Somebody <laughs> needs to body slam him. Uh, well, see if, uh, if titanium hip can. <laughs> but if, <laughs> if they were fighting in the UFC, it's not even a contest. Or UFC rules, sorry. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like in, in the cage, it's not even a contest. Yeah. But I. Got a feeling that Ben Askren can't punch at all, which is why it takes everyone down anyway. Yeah, but it's also the reason why he's called him out and he's not wanting to fight, you know, a legit champ. Champ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, because you know you're gonna. Who was it that was calling out Connor though? Him, was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, but he's not. He's never going to fight Connor. He knows Connor's never going to fight him. Yeah, but it, it's just using his name for clout, isn't it? Because to be fair, I was watching all of that because she's seen it on the news, you know. And then I'll, excuse me, I'd go onto YouTube and I'd watch it, and I'd be there and I'd be engrossed in it. I'm thinking, what a clown! Like what a clown! You, you really are calling. This was like obviously you're thinking of old Conor McGregor. Mm. You're thinking you're you're calling him out, and you you now you're talking like smack about his wife. Yeah. Like really? I, mean, I, hope, I hope he takes. There's places you don't go. No, exactly. I hope you take the fight and he just goes, okay, in the press conference and just knocks you clean out. Well, it's it's like um, Jake Paul on is it Instagram or Twitter, one of the two. He only follows two people. One of them's Ben Askren's wife and <laughs> someone else. Genie. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, like some of the things he does, I think, oh, you're a clown. But it's it's just the the, the he thinks he's Rocky Balboa. <laughs> More like Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn, yeah. So that's the thing, mate. He's he's like I say he's a smart businessman. Yeah. So if he does that, he knows how to goad reactions, get people interested. I mean, the the money they've made is just frightening. Yeah. I was watching. I can't remember what program I was watching. Um on YouTube. It was one like, um, he's a bounty hunter, you know, the bounty hunter programs. And they were, they, 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 they'd obviously set this show up where they would go into his house and try and catch him and his friends, Logan, uh, Jake Paul. Right. Okay. And, um, his house is just, it's gotta be like five, six, seven million. What? Quid. Honestly, it's insane. That'd be you, like, next year, mate. When this all, like, this takes off massively. I, I very much doubt that. <laughs> You'd be bringing back the Hurricane move anyway. The Hurricane Rana, yeah, maybe. I don't know if I could jump that high anymore. 
Maybe if I ever see Jake Paul, I'll give him a Hurricane Rana. You pick your targets. Just go for young, <laughs> the younger generation that are like midgets. Take them out. Yeah. Uh, my, my son might be tall enough. Can you do it to your own kids? Mm, not sure. Maybe. I mean, I spoke to you, I FaceTime home earlier and uh, the conversation I was having with Dexter, hey, I, mean, I miss him. I really do miss him. But I was thinking, what a tit. <laughs> That's my son. <laughs> Thinking, mate, what are you doing? Mate, I, I read a report the other day that said children get their intelligence from their mum. Well, there you go. That's problem solved then. <laughs> Thankfully, in my case. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my wife's quite clever. Right. Honestly, so I FaceTimed him, really excited um, to speak to him. And he's there, like, he's got this little teddy, this dog. Uh, obviously, very imaginative name, Woo Woo. Woo Woo. Yeah. Can't be asked to say Woof Woof, so it's Woo Woo. Woo Woo. Like the cocktail. <laughs> and uh, he's, I'm talking to him, and then slowly the dog moves closer to the camera. And then he flips it around so his ass is in the camera, and he starts shaking it. I'm like, what are you doing? He said, oh, he's, he's farting on you. <laughs> I was like, mate. I phoned to see how you were. Have you had a good day? And he's there just playing with this dog. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what are you doing? So then he stopped. And I think, here we go. Get a bit of conversation. <laughs> Next thing I know, he leaned into the camera. I said, what are you doing? He goes, Papi, I've just farted. I was like, brilliant. I was like, do you know what, mate? You have a great night. <laughs> I'll speak to you soon. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I just thought, really looking forward to speaking to him. And that's the conversation I got. Better out than in. That's what he should have said. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need an excuse. He's a lad. He just does what he wants when he wants. But that's the, that's the thing. Um, so, like I say, I've been here now, what, three weeks. I've got three weeks left. I get home, have to quarantine for five days. So I'm doing yeah. the test and release thing. Um, do you have to stay at home or do you have to stay at, in a facility or hotel? No, stay at home. Um, is that unless they change the rules now? Yeah. So as it stands, <clears throat> I just fill out a passenger locator form with my home address because that's where... 15th of, 15th of Feb, I think they're saying. What, when they're going to review it? That's when they're talking about the earliest they're going to put it in is 15th of Feb. Oh, okay. Well, I won't be back then anyway. That's what I mean. Yes. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to quarantine when I get back and then, then I'll finally be out out to be able to go and like see Dexter. Yeah. Um, That'd be a nightmare because if, if, if they do bring that in, you're going to be nearly two, another two weeks on top of that. So yeah. So eight, eight weeks in total. Yeah. So nearly two months oh, yeah. like, without seeing him. And it's just horrendous, mate. It's horrendous. And I've, I've never get, never understand people that, you know, they, we spoke about it before. I have kids split up, separate, but don't, have, don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. And I just, I, everyone's different. Everyone has their own reasons. But yeah, like how many three weeks? Three weeks is long enough. <laughs> like, you know, without actually getting to see his, his stupidity in, in person rather than yeah. FaceTime. Yeah, it must be horrible to not be able to see your kids 
you know what? Since since starting this, I've you know I started the nobody cares about dad Facebook page the other day last week a week ago, and I think we're up to about five hundred and fifty likes on that page now, which has been incredible. Awesome. And I've had so many messages off guys that have been on that have, that have messaged me and said, "Look, do you know what? I'd really love to come on the podcast. I'm really struggling not seeing my kids. Um, I've had this problem. I've had that problem, um, but I can't come on." Like, well, what, why, what's stopping you coming on? And he's, they say, my ex won't like it. Or my, if my ex will stop me seeing the children. And I'm like, that's sort of the point. The, yeah. the point is that they, they shouldn't have that control or that much control over who or doesn't see your children. No, again, yeah. It's, you know, and like you, you making this and doing this thing, it's, it does help people massively um, because, it, you know, a problem shared, you know, is a yeah. problem hard. You know, it, when you get a platform like this to, to be able to talk to people about genuine, normal stuff, nothing diluted, you know, no sugarcoating anything. It's just this is proper talk. This is how it is. Like you would in a pub. You know what yeah. I mean? We've said before in the last one we done, when you're in a pub, you're Billy Big Balls. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can say anything um, yeah. but that's what's needed and there's not enough of that but yeah. then I'd say he's you know he's struggling he can't see his kids but he can't talk he about can't it. talk about it either because he'll see problem. It and it's that it's those people that you know need to reach out to and help yeah. like mates of them and because half the time like you could be really good mates with somebody and they they haven't got a clue what's going on behind closed doors well, every, every, everyone we've done the podcast with so far, you know, afterwards they they message me. Oh, I feel so good to talk, so good to get my story over. Yeah, um, you know, really enjoyed it. Um, people need to hear this sorts of. People do need to hear these sorts of stories. You know, one hundred one hundred percent agree with you on that because as as men and you know most people listening to this would have listened to them all, so they'd know that we've said before it's this society we live in. Yeah. And you go, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. That's it. You go back in your 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 room. Yeah. <laughs> like to be fair, if I didn't have this, I'd probably I wouldn't be speaking to many people. There's not many people I'd be speaking to. So it's one of those things. It's a release. Everybody needs a release. Yeah. You need some something where you can channel it into. But yeah. the aim the aim of this is just to get people talking, and you know it, it's good to talk and. Like you said, a problem shared is a problem problem halved. And yeah. if we can get more and more people talking about, and do you know what? Not not only the problems. If people want to come in here and talk about great things and great experiences that they've had, brilliant. You know, yeah. perfect. This isn't this isn't um, a, an X Factor type type podcast where only we get only we talk about bad, depressing things. No, you know, there's, there's lots of different things we want to talk about because life is varied. You know, lots of good yeah. things happen, lots of bad things happen. And it's just about being able to come on. And if you're feeling like you need to tell somebody something, but you can't tell somebody because it's society will look down at you or your friends will yeah. look down at you, then I think by hearing other people be open and honest and talk about their situations, it may help somebody who thinks, actually, I'm going through that as well. And, and I'm not alone. It's relatable, isn't it? It's... um. <laughs> It's very relatable. Like we spoke about 
Jesse Lingard and stuff, you know, mental health, that alone for men, I know I know everyone goes through it, women as well, like yeah. as well, but it's this perception. And all you see at the moment is people using mental health as an excuse. You know, oh, they need to open up bars again because of my mental health. They need to open up this because of my mental health. You think, no, you need to go and talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You need to, like, if somebody's listening into this and they can relate to the stuff we're saying, that's helped them because they've got that voice in whatever we're talking about or if you're speaking to somebody next week, whatever you're talking about, you can relate to. I don't know if you do it, but if you're working out and you've got a good like playlist on or whatever, or if you're going for a walk, try turning off the playlist of just music and put on like, um, I do it here, put on these like inspirational, uh, motivational speeches and talks and stuff. you got likes of like Ray Lewis and everyone on there. Al Pacino, Any Given Sunday, that final oh. speech. I've listened to oh. that. I probably, I think that's probably got 40 million views on YouTube. I'm probably responsible for at least 15 of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it works, though. You put something on that and you'll hear something that you can relate to. Yeah. Some Somewhere, some part of the speech, you'll go, shit, actually, yeah. There's a, I'm going to give this guy a shout out, actually. There's a guy on Instagram called... AD Tilly 85. AD Tilly 85, yeah, that's it. Um, no, there's a guy on Instagram called, he's called I Am Coach, I think he's called. Check him out. His videos are just brilliant. Like, he's, it's all, uh, what's it called? Yeah, I Am I am Coach Ace, all one word. His videos are just brilliant. Like, they're so inspirational. They're, they're for people, you know, if you're feeling down, don't feel down, feel, feel, feel good about yourself. You've got this to be thankful for you know be thankful to god all this sort of stuff and it's all there's all really powerful music behind it i've had a couple of friends who have one who's going through um a kidney transplant at the moment so he's feeling really down i've got another friend who's going through some addiction problems and they've both been struggling mentally and there's a couple of times where they've been saying to me look i'm really struggling with this and just a little send him this little video just just an uplifting yeah. video from this i am coach ace and even if it was just for a second they've felt better yeah and that that's the power of it power of this like this sort of thing that you're doing um it has that that potential to, like you say for one minute to switch off from whatever you're going through and and be you listen relate and that's why i'm like listening to these things now rather than like, music all the time because you're going through it, I'm missing home, I'm missing the kids, I'm missing my home comforts, you know, and I'm getting to that point now where you're getting a bit sort of, it's almost like cabin fever, but I'm in a hotel room, but it's not the luxury that everyone goes, oh, you're in a hotel room, like, that's amazing, you're in Paris, am I? <laughs> like, really? I'm stuck in a hotel room, mate. You got a view? Yeah, the road. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like, there's an industrial state, um, and then, like uh, one of the main roads into towards like the Eiffel Tower and everything. Um, but that's it; it's full of traffic all day. So you, you, you know what I mean? It's not like you can open it up and it's this picturesque. How you imagine it? You know, yeah, cu- exactly. cup of cup of coffee on the balcony, looking at the Eiffel Tower. See people cycling with baguettes hanging out of baskets. French maid cleaning your room. <laughs> I haven't found that yet. <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, it's that sort of. You'll find that online. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those, mate. It's um, if you can help just one person for one minute, you've you've done enough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not. You know, it's not one of these things like you said. We're not reading off a script. You know, you're going right. Yeah, this is what it says. Don't deviate. It's real yeah. points of view. Yeah. And that's the good. That's the good thing about it, mate. And like I said, I've, when we, I've told you, this has been amazing. I enjoy it. What I what I love about those long form conversations that we do, not obviously not this is just a blabber that we talk about yeah, what's yeah. going on, but the episode, the the Dad's Beer Club podcast that I'm doing at the moment, where it's a different episode every week. Somebody said to me, "But won't it get boring? Because you just ask, you know, it's just talking to dads about different stuff." And I said, "But everyone's story is different." Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, the process is the same. And as much as you know, we talk about your upbringing, we talk about you know becoming an adult, having kids, what that process was like. But not any of the stories. So I've done four now. One more's coming out tomorrow, and not one of them have been the same. I haven't talked about the same in any of them no. because everybody's story is so different. And that, that's the beauty of it, though. That's the beauty of it. So in those four stories, one of those you're going to relate to. Yeah. Because they're so different and so varied. You know, it, you, you can sit and watch, you can YouTube stuff and you can do all of this stuff, but it will be, a lot of it is the same format. It's all the same conversation, same answers, everything. Yeah. You know, you want to feel great. Yeah, how was your upbringing? Oh, it was brilliant. How was it becoming a parent? Oh, it was amazing. Best thing ever. For some people, yeah, some. Yeah. How was it? Fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Life changes like that. Yeah. And it changes well, forever. Well, Marcel was really candid. The one he's coming out tomorrow. It's really good watch, actually. I really enjoyed it. But he's he's very open and talks about how for the first three months he really struggled to connect with his daughter because he saw her as a burden. Yeah. And he didn't have that, oh fuck, I've got my kid. He, he was more like, can't go out anymore. I'm having to spend all my money on this child rather than me. He said it wasn't until three months in when I realized something snapped and went, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, but you know, people, people wouldn't see that. I wouldn't hear that. But if there's, but there might be people out there going, yeah, actually I feel like that. I can't connect with this child. Is there yeah. something wrong with me? And that's, that's the worrying thing though, isn't it? People like nine times out of 10, you will think I'm not normal. That's not right. But how can yeah. you not connect with, with a, a baby that you've yeah. created? But it does take time for some, mate. It does take time. You know, very different. When when I met, obviously, when I met my ex, she already had a baby. And it was, I connected, but it was different. Right? You know, it's, it wasn't there for the birth, et cetera, et cetera. When yeah. I had Victor, completely different, mate. Yeah. Completely different. But, yeah, everyone's different, mate. Everyone's got a different background and views on it. You know, these are our views. Now, see, if anyone's listening, going, nah, it's bullshit. Yeah. And I, I suggest that they come on and talk. And yeah, yeah. Hey, Tell me how perfect your life is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tell me why, because we've obviously done different things. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it mad, though, how we, you know, spent, what, a few years, probably every now and again, it was a quick message on Facebook or a like of this, a like of that. No real conversation. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the thing that really sort of brought us back together was kids, kids, and being dads. 
Yeah. I remember the conversations of, should we meet up? Yeah, yeah, it'd be amazing to see like, each other with the kids and everything. And it was like, oh, can't the kids be in a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Kid doesn't travel well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. But yeah, it's just incredible. Like, I, I think, like I said, mate, this is brilliant. And <clears throat> if, if you can help somebody out, winner. If not, it's just a good, it's a good listen. <laughs> Something to, good to pass the time. Do you, you know play I mean? Call of Duty? I do, but not online. Do you not? No, I'd get, <laughs> I'd get very, uh, I think, <laughs> aggressive and I'm competitive. Top, I'm terrible. Like I've, I've just started playing in the evening just because the boys are on it and it's good to have a bit of social with them. Yeah. And this year I'm talking about doing quite a lot for charity. So the, the, the charity that I've picked is Calm, which is Campaign Against Living Miserably. And what they really campaign against is suicide and one of the things that they talk about is you know 75 percent, i think they say of suicides in the uk are men yeah and it's how do we combat that and part of that is just talking about it but this year i want to raise money for them so that's what i'm that's what i'm doing this year so we're going to do a couple of charity events throughout the year and one of them is we're going to do a 24 24 hour war zone online war zone uh <laughs> charity session 24 hours 24 hours <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> like fair play fair play to you i just yeah that's that's impressive that's yeah that's how many of you um well i think the maximum you can play in is four so it'll be a, it'll be a, a quad a team right okay um and we'll go for we'll go for 24 hours straight <laughs> uh, are you going to record it though because it'd be well oh, no, it'll be live streamed yeah, yeah it'll be live streamed so because i don't want people going oh you didn't do it you know we'll, we'll do it we'll live stream it we'll be terrible well in fact the three of the lads that i play with are phenomenal like I, I mean i don't know how they've got that good you know being adults having jobs and having kids because i've probably played i was actually saying this to one of the lads earlier i said mate how do you get good at this game <laughs> And he was like, listen, he went, you've played 10 hours of this. I've played 270. What? He's like, it's just practice. I'm like, yeah. Fair. But it's just frustrating when you're like the worst player on the team. Yeah. You're the one that they're carrying. Yeah. No, but we should do something, mate. We should do something for charity this year, whether it's like, um, I don't know, one of the mountains. So um, not Everest, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whether it's Snowden or something like hey, that. Cancel that one. <laughs> My brother was like, yeah, do you, should we do Everest? I was like, Bobby, do you know how long it takes to do Everest? It's like, it's, I think it's 62 days or something like that. Is that how long it takes? Bobby, look into it first, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So far this year, do a, planning to do a marathon, do that in the summer. Okay. Um, I'm going to do this 24-hour war zone, probably do a charity football 24-hour one again. And then if we do some of it, and then hopefully by the end of the year, we've raised quite a bit of money for, for Calm. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, if, if we can raise some money and somebody can get help that way, brilliant. No, be good. Be good. I'll, yeah, hope for that, definitely. Um, meant to be playing in this charity football match. Uh, well, it's meant to be going ahead in May um, at a posh ground. Really? Yeah. So they're having like a, a celebrity 11 
Oh, I, I, I don't know. I had that email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had the email. Yeah, yeah. I need a warm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, it's like a, I don't know who, but you basically you you basically buy your place. Yeah. You can either pay for forty-five minutes or ninety minutes, depending on how much you want to pay towards it. Of course, yeah. But it's, it's good, mate. It's it's looking like if it goes ahead, it's, it'd be really good. Yeah. You get to play there, you you know, you get to be involved in a footy match, complete strangers, so you can talk a really good game in the changing room, <laughs> get out there and be an absolute donkey. Not me personally, obviously. <laughs> I played there, posh, posh ground. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in there. Back in there. When I was a lad. When yeah, I think uh oh, I don't know, yeah. I don't know if I can say his name, but yeah. Someone that I think you know is potentially playing in it. Um I mean, that, that really narrows it down. Yeah. <laughs> Keeper. Still oh, Luke. Yeah. Luke. And he's playing in goal. Maybe. He, Maybe. He's a playing up front these days. He's, yeah, he's outfield now. <laughs> Because I, I want to send Dex because he does um, a footy club, right? And I'll, it's local to me, so I want to send Dexter there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen that his name popping up on there. But no, yeah, he def- does he does quite a bit for charity around the Peterborough area. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, good, Luke. Mate. Huh? Say so we'll definitely do something. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Like I say, Snowden or Ben Nevis or something like that. We'll get we'll get that done. Try it in the ridiculous. Um, Ridiculous time frame as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to. I need to probably start getting on the keep fit because I've got all these challenges coming up, and right now I'm, I might as well do a sponsored stair walk because <laughs> getting up and down these stairs in this house is a struggle. I told you, mate. You've got to stop using the stanner. <laughs> oh, mate. I just. I'm just. I'm so attracted to the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find myself. <laughs> so I, was, I was actually, this is, you know, people are switched off by now, I'm sure, but I was playing um, Call of Duty last night with the lads. I, I sat there eating a timeout. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, what am I doing? It's like half 12 at night. I'm sat here eating a chocolate bar. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like you get in these habits, though, don't you? You get in these habits and. Mm. Uh, you know, I've, I've I tried. need the, for me. I need. I've I've struggled with my weight for a while, so I need these challenges just to say get your ass into gear because there's no way you can run a marathon in the shape you're in. So yeah. you know, get yourself sorted out. So for me, I'm using it. Yes, I'm going to raise money for charity, but selfishly, I'm going to lose a bit of weight and try and get a bit healthier. Maybe it's all about having something to focus on. That's yeah. that's the biggest thing for anything, but especially especially mental health, you know, it's having that, having that thing to focus on. And like, for me, I'm using the time here to, um, to get back into shape properly. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to avoid buying all the, the French luxuries out here, all the snacks and the pastries. Danish pastries in the morning. Mate, it's so tempting. <laughs> I'm sat here eating like a bowl of porridge in the morning thinking, what am I doing? I can smell it all. <laughs> pastries everyone else in the hotel is living the dream but, um no it's having something to focus on yeah and it comes routine doesn't it well let's get something in the diary mate let's get something booked for for christmas for the summer um <laughs> not christmas for the summer and we'll get we'll get one of them done 
yeah, definitely for that, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Have you done? Have you done um, Snowden? Uh, no, I haven't done Snowden. Uh, done some other, not more, not impressive ones really. Just ones. I did. I did Snowden like a year ago. No training. Thought I'd be big time and just fire. Do this easy. I'm I'm scared of heights as well. Just being completely honest. And there was there was so there's I think there's seven routes up Snowden. We picked the third hardest one. And there was parts of it where you're literally scrambling up the side of this mountain. And I remember the, the, the one of the first ones I was doing. I'm, I'm about an hour and a half into this climb here, dangling on the side of this mountain. <laughs> it's not as bad as it sounds, but it, to me, it was terrifying. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, "What am I doing here? What am I doing here?" <laughs> Wishing you had your time out and half well game. Oh yeah, no, I was just like, get me out of here. But it was too late then. You like, you can't go back down. You, you, you're there. And I remember thinking, I was just shitting myself a little bit. But, but you we'll do it again. I've done it before. Exactly. We'll, we'll pick the harder route though. No. <laughs> I tell you what. After this, um, I'll text you. The, I'll text you what the route's called, and just YouTube it. You can. Someone will do the the route. Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. Well, I think for the for the challenge, mate, I think you should let people who watch this pick. You should give which, them the option. Which route we take? Yeah, we're going that mob mentality though, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one will they die? Hang on, let me see. Right, yeah, they've got more chance of that one. I want yeah. the live screen to see them shit themselves. Brilliant. Yeah, no, we'll do it. We'll do it, mate. Right. Up for it, definitely up for it. And then, yeah, like I said, all the the other stuff we get coming through as well. Um, and when I get back, obviously, we can start setting some more stuff up. Yeah, 100%. All right, mate. Sounds good to me, buddy. Well, you get on Call of Duty. Yeah. I've got my, my planes off to Gdansk. Gdansk. Yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to check out. I'm just off to Dubai, take some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> have, you got your, have you got your bikini? That's all I've been working on, mate, the bikini. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Thanks, everybody.